Okay, Shalom everybody, welcome. As we are getting closer to Purim, we want to do modern halacha. And today's topic is, B'Shem Hashem can you cross-dress on Purim? Can you dress up as the opposite sex on Yom Purim? Can a man dress up as a woman for fun to be jolly and merry? Can a woman dress up like a man? So we know, if you look in the Torah, I just want to say a philosophical disclaimer here. Never in the history of mankind, before we get into the halacha, was it important for men and women to know their distinctive roles. It's a tragedy what feminism has done to the family and to society where they want to turn women into men and men into women. And there's all those traditional Places and positions in society have been um, turned on its face and been really perverted. There's no clearer way to say it. And never forget this, dear women. The most valuable, important job in the history of mankind is being a mother. A good mother creates good, wholesome children. And good, wholesome children create a wholesome society. And... The Torah, look in the fifth book, Devarim, chapter 22, Parsha Kitetze, Pasuk 5. Hey, says, Lo yekli alisha. It says a man should not wear, Gever, should not wear, a, a man should not wear female clothing. I, I, I apologize. A woman should not wear male clothing. That's interesting why the Torah says that first. And then, a man should not wear a skirt, and so on. So the Torah starts with telling us a woman should not dress up like a man, and a man should not dress up like a woman. It's an abomination. It's disgusting in front of God. Whoever, um, if people cross-dress, right? So Rashi explains why. Why is it such a terrible thing? Because people used to at least have a little bit of decency. And it was unheard of for men and women to sleep with each other out of wedlock, premarital, cohibition. So it says that, how would women sneak into a men's dormitory and be able to sleep with a young bachelor? And a woman, a man, be able to sneak into a woman's dormitory or seminary and sleep with women? They would... A woman would dress like a man, be able to sneak into men's camp, or a man would dress like a woman and be able to... So when men and women look like each other, there's no more shame, because, oh, I look like a woman, I could get into their private quarters, and it's going to lead to sexual promiscuity. It would be lead to um, not kosher cohabition between men and women, and to uh, extend this, it says that we also have to understand something very important that Rashi brings, and really it's a Gemara in uh, Nazir, that not only men and women are not allowed to dress like each other, they're not allowed to act like each other. Like some action that's a female action, like in the time of Talmud, it was unheard of, for men to look into the mirror. It 
was a female thing because women put put lipstick and eyeshadow mm. and what have you. Men would never look in the beard because everybody had beards. Yeah. Why would a man? So at the time, it was forbidden for men to look into the mirror because it was like a feminine thing. Same reason the Gemara says why men shouldn't cut their pubic hair and under their armpits because that was a feminine type of thing to do. Now the Gemara in Nedarim, page 59, Rabbi Lazar even takes it, is really the one that expounds this idea that not only shouldn't you dress like a woman or a woman shouldn't dress like a man, but they shouldn't, the different opposite sexes shouldn't adopt each other's, you know, actions. So that's why the Gemara, Rabbi Lazar says a woman should not go out with armor. Because when a woman is full of weapons, that's a manly thing. Who goes to war? Men. Why is a woman all dressed up like a soldier in, in armor? Or like in, in time in the medieval ages, like a knight and wearing all her armor and stuff? That, the Gemara says, is unacceptable because that's the same idea that a woman is acting like a man. So it's not only necessarily in clothing, it's also in um, the customs. Now, the Rambam clearly brings, the Gemara says that in the time of the Beit HaMikdash, if they would do such a thing, if a man would dress up like a woman, and vice versa, they would get Malkut, right? Because it's a, they would get lashes. They would be severely punished for their sin. And the Rambam, he just brings it out very beautifully and crystal clear. He says, what does it mean a woman should not dress like a man? Like a woman shouldn't wear a turban that men wear. You know, there's something that, Obviously, there's certain things that are unisex, right? Yeah. But if something's clearly a ma- manly thing, and you know, there's a lot of crazy people out there. Also, I have to bring a disclaimer. There's a lot of crazy people. We don't go according to the crazy people. We go according to the, like the president or the governor or uh, not even that, unfortunately, so respected anymore, but somebody that's a very, very respected and valuable and honorable and noble human being. If honorable men and women so our, the Rambam brings the exact is the same uh, example of armor. Like a woman shouldn't wear armor and a man shouldn't go out with skirts or like jewelry of women because this is exactly what the Torah is saying. So now this leads us to the great holiday of Purim. What about on Purim? On Purim are people allowed to cross-dress for the fun, to be jolly, merry and uh, make it amusing and interesting so there was uh, Mahari Mints. In Shalotu Teshuvot Mahari Mints on page 72, the Mahari Mints says, everybody knows that it's forbidden according to Torah for women and women to dress and act like each other. But, he's, we see many people dress in a, in a wedding party in order to make the bride and groom happy or on Purim, we see that people cross-dress. To make it amusing, amusing, amusing and jolly for the bride and groom, for the hatan and kala. And we see great rabbis do not object. So the Mahari Min says that since the, the reason why they do it is not because they, God forbid, men and women want to sleep with each other, want to use it as an avenue for sexual immorality, but rather, everybody knows this is a man. He's just coming to dance in front of the Khatanu Kala for um, 
for the mitzvah of making the bride and groom happy or on Purim just to make it amusing and being happy because people have a tradition. So the Mahari Mintz is the first posek that says it's okay. And the Rav Yah says that on Purim we do a lot of crazy things. On Purim the Ashkenazim used to, used to have a custom. They used to grab each other's goodie bags like a chocolate bar out of each other's hands. I... That's stealing. No. Since it's a, you're doing it because of the jolliness of Yom Kippur, that was my previous class. Um, it's for that same reason that Ashkenazim say you're not liable for damages if you get drunk on Purim or for in a wedding and damage something. So it says the same idea. Same way that you're allowed to grab each other's goodie bags out of their hands. Um, it wouldn't be a problem of dressing like a woman because, or vice versa, because we're not doing it for sexual reasons, we're doing it for happiness of Purim. And the chief master of the Ashkenazim that has his commentary right by side of the Shulchan Aruch, the Ramah of Moshe Israelis concurs with this. And the, the Ramah, if you look it up, in Siman Taf Resh, Sadivav, the Ramah brings the Mahari Mints, and he says it's the custom of Ashkenazim, to where uh, in Seife, he says that they, 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 on Purim, usually, of course, it's an abomination, but if everybody knows that the person is just doing it because of Purim party, on the day of Purim, not a, obviously before, it's okay. But, the, the Sephardim, this is not our custom. Because there's a great, great, one of the great poskim, Rishonim, does not agree with this at all. And his name is the Rabbi Lazar Mimins, the Sefer Yere'im, in the end of chapter 96, where he counts all the commandments of the Torah. He says that even for fun and temporary, for a few hours, to dress up like a woman, or vice versa, is forbidden. Just because you want to have fun in a party, wedding party, which is a mitzvah, or on Purim, that is no green card or passport for you to dress like a woman, and vice versa. So he rejects this whole idea, and um, he says that people that do this in weddings are wrong, they're doing it and it should not be done. Now the Rambam brings a fascinating thing. The Rambam also concurs and is anti this mixed dressing um, on Purim and weddings because the Rambam writes in a Teshubah that in Egypt there was a fascinating custom on the wedding day. On wedding days, the, woman, the bride used to uh, take a sword, which we said is a manly thing. Women don't take swords. And have a turban and dance in front of the, all the people in the wedding. And also the groom, they used to put makeup on him and make him like lipstick. The Rambam says, I did not sleep until I destroyed, I annihilated this custom. It should not be done. It's disgusting. It's repulsive. It's not acceptable. And, uh, parenthetically, this today's shiur is based on Yahaved Da'at, work in the fifth section, chapter 50. And also, 
the rest of the um, footnotes to this class is in Chazan Ovadia on Purim, page Kuf Tzadi Tet, 196 and 197. So, we see that the Rambam does not buy such a thing, that since our whole intention is not for sexuality, it's just for fun, because the Rambam totally rejects it even for weddings, which is probably even a bigger happiness. It's from the Torah to make a Chatan and Kala happy. So he says that people that do this are full of nonsense, and the Rambam, he, he fought with tooth and nail to make sure the Jews of Egypt in their weddings they don't have such a custom for a woman to dance with a turban and a sword or that they should put a lot of like female makeup on the groom. He doesn't like it at all. Now even the Ashkenazim, the Bach, the great Bach, the commentator on the tour, he says that the Mahari Mints was, uh, he wasn't aware of the Rabbi Lazar Mimins. They actually share the same last name. He says if the Mahari Mimins would have seen the Yerayim, would have seen that the great Posek Rishon says even for weddings and Purim they shouldn't do this, the Mahari Mimins, if he would have had this knowledge, because you have to also guys know, a thousand years ago, not everybody had access to every other rabbi's works. And <coughs> if the Mahari Mimins would have saw the, seen the work of the Rambam, or the great, his great contemporary sage that is probably considered a mentor to him, the, the Yerim is a very big chacham, he would have never been lenient, you understand? So the Bach also says that you can't, also the case that people grab each other's goodie bags is apple and oranges, because, okay, taking a little candy from your friend's hand, there's a halakha, hefker bet din hefker, right? Just like the government could take away your property, the Jewish court could also consider your property what? Ownerless. But that's a whole different thing than doing something that is considered what? Abomination, right? One shouldn't lead to the other. And one has nothing to do with the other. So therefore the Bach, he argues on the, his, his, uh, Ashkenazi poskim, and he says that anybody that fears God should uh, not do such a thing. And um, it's it's not it's not acceptable. Now, if we go, we see that the Ravavadya brings here a whole host of Sephardic postkin that are also do do not um, agree with this. The um, and Ravavadya Yosef goes as far to say. That not only is this for adults that men shouldn't dress like women on Yom Ki- on Purim and vice versa, but even children, since the the Rambam and the Yireim don't like it, you know. And also as a child, I think it's even more important that we shouldn't train them. You know why? Because when they dress up as a woman, then later they see the Torah, they say, you know, they get confused. And especially something that the Torah writes is an abomination. It's not something that what we want to play games with. And um, there's a fascinating Rabbi Yeshaya Pinto, one of the great, great grandfathers of the great Kabbalistic Pinto family, says that he, uh, he was he's very against this 
with all due respect to our Ashkenazi brothers and sisters that we love so dearly, but for Sephardic to do such a thing, he says that uh, it's it's wrong, it's not acceptable, and anybody that fears God should walk away from them, and the people should be ashamed of themselves not to listen to their rabbis. All rabbis should teach the Sephardic congregations that they're not allowed to do this, and it's unacceptable for us. Now, a very interesting thing is, did you know there's another way to understand when the Torah says don't a woman shouldn't dress as a man? The Yonatan ben Uziel, that holy rabbi that was so holy, the Gemara and Sukkah says that when he was learning Torah, a pillar of fire would come from heaven and if a bird would fly over him, it would just burn from his, from the intensity. He was so pure and spiritual. He explains that a woman What's the crown of every Jewish man? Every Jewish boy is a prince. His cape, his royal cape is his talit, and his crown is what? His tefillin. When the Torah says a woman shouldn't dress up as a man, it means that women should not wear tefillin. That's why it's, it's very wrong. And the, there's a Talmud that says that the daughter of King Shaul, the wife of King David, Michal, used to do such a thing. And the Talmud in Erubin says the Chachamim chastised her. They reprimanded her. They said, you shouldn't, Michal, even if you, you're doing it because Tefillin is such a holy thing and Sisir is so holy, it's extraordinarily holy. The Chachamim were not happy with what Michal did. So Ravavadya brings a beautiful proof from the Tosafot that was Michal wearing the tefillin so she should she should get into the yeshiva? God forbid to be with the Jew, be sexually with the yeshiva boys. She wasn't dressing up as a man, using as a camouflage. Mm-hmm. But even she was doing it because she was she wanted to experience the holiness. Now, even then, the, all the rabbis disapproved. So you see again this idea that women dressing up like women, even for ulterior motives, for the happiness of a wedding or Purim, is what? Unacceptable. Like the Yerayim says very clearly that even temporarily, just for a few hours on on Purim and weddings, is unacceptable. Now, one of the uh, chief, chief heavyweights of Sephardic halacha is the Chida. You have to know, the Chida, Chaim Yosef David Azulai, wrote dozens upon dozens of workbooks, and he writes that after two great giants, like the Rambam and Rabbi Lazar Mimins, are against this idea of men and women cross-dressing, even for mitzvah, for like happy occasions of Purim and weddings, it's unacceptable. And we cannot, especially the Sephardim, cannot rely on the... Uh, Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda Mimins, the Mahari Mimins, and we see that all the Sephardics rabbis were against it. And uh, it's, it's, if, if, if any Sephardic shul has such a custom that people do this, the rabbi should stop it and sit down and talk with them. We, we do not do such things. And so much so, so that I also want to go and let my, uh, friendly reminder for the Ashkenazim that even the Mishnah Brura 
which is probably the most important, latest Ashkenazi posik where everybody in the world is learning his books, the Chafetz Chaim, our Kohen Gadol, HaKohen Gadol seems to adopt the position of the Bach that we do not want to be lenient in such a thing. And especially nowadays that, you know, we have all this gay and abomination and, you know, all this stuff, it's, it's, um, it's absolutely positively wrong. And even the Ashkenazim that are, are lenient, they shouldn't fully, everybody agrees that they shouldn't fully dress like women. They should at least have one object that reminds them, you know, like if they want to wear a wig, again, we're saying this is not good, but for the accepted tradition nowadays is that even for Ashkenazim to totally dress like a woman is, is even for the you know on Purim or a wedding is is not good. So to um, and then uh, again Rav Chaim Filaji and many many Rav Avadia talks about this in Yabia Omer and like I said it's um, it's not something that we Sephardic do. And we can respect the Ashkenazi's opinion. They have people to the Ramah. But again, the Mishnah Bura and the Bach also are against it. And let's never forget that if you, we that are more stringent, even for small children, it's not allowed. We wish everybody a truly joyous and happy Purim. And don't forget to subscribe.